It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply. Welcome back to another episode of Bermanology on Letterman Row. I am your host, Jeremy Birmingham, or Berm, or whatever you want to call me. With me today is Josh Fryer, Ohio State 2020 Offensive Line Commitment. Josh, thank you for joining us. Uh, I know that uh, you're a busy guy. You've got middle of the season. you got high school. you got a lot of visits you've been making to Ohio State. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, I mean, after the summer when I committed, it was, it was just absolutely crazy. I mean, just all the people saying congrats, everything like that. And then um, just this past coming, what, two weeks, the Army All-American game invite, it was just, I was insane. That one I was never expecting. What is that like? I mean, I know that, you know, most people aren't able to really grasp the enormity of what you guys deal with as recruits on a daily basis with all the calls, the the text messages, the direct messages, the, the media, the coaches, the... But, you know, there are certain calls you want to get, right? Like, I mean, that's one that when you do get it, is it surreal? Like, holy crap, I'm an All-American? Or, like, how did this happen? Or, or what is the reaction? Yeah, it was uh, it was actually during practice. So my dad uh, said, hey, you need to call uh, Steve uh, Wolfong, the uh, director of uh, 247 Sports. And I called him, and he said I was invited, and I was, I was kind of like, I, I didn't have any words to describe it. I just was immediate, like, thanking God, thanking my family, thanking everybody around me. But, like, with, like you said, with the media, the uh, coaches calling me, everything, it was it was pretty hectic. I kind of wanted to throw my phone off a cliff sometimes. <laughs> and But, the, like, the other ones, like, that you enjoy talking to, like, for me it was basically the four schools that I took my official visits on. Um, that I enjoyed talking to, and that was really um, it about it. Yeah. Steve Wiltfong, for those who are watching this and don't know, is the director of recruiting for 24-7 Sports. As Josh said, he's Indiana-based, so he's he's been able to watch you for some time now. And obviously having that sort of connection and somebody who's been a supporter of yours and a, an advocate for you uh, obviously turned out quite well. You're a player that I don't think a lot of people know much about. And, you know, maybe that's because you're an interior offensive lineman or, you know, prospect, or maybe that's because you're in Indiana and in a relatively small, small part of the state. But who are you as a player and what is it about your game that turned Ohio state's attention to you? Because again, a lot of people may not know this, but they were recruiting you very aggressively for more than a year before you committed. Yeah. Um, I feel like as a player, I'm a really nasty, tough guy. Um, I may not win all of the fights that I get into, but I sure as hell are gonna try my ass off to. Sorry, excuse my language, but it's try all right. My ass off, try my ass off to. Uh, but I want to bloody their nose, um, and I want them to go out to fight, being like, "Dang, that guy, he's tough." And I mean, I think that's what Coach Day is trying to um, preach on at Ohio State now. And I feel like if uh, we just get that mentality, no one's going to be able to stop us. 
Now, you mentioned you made an official visit to Ohio State in June. You were also took an official visit to Penn State, to Indiana. Where was the other one? Oregon. Oregon. Ultimately, what brought you to the Ohio State side of the aisle? Because I, I think people expected for a while that it was going to be a Penn State-Indiana type battle. And then after your official visit to Ohio State, everything sort of changed. And again, because I think you wanted to throw your phone off the cliff there for a while. You you really didn't you really didn't uh, people haven't heard the story I guess people don't know what it is that brought you to to wanting to be a Buckeye and now you've been you know at every Ohio State home game so far this season so clearly you're as all in as you can get what yeah. what was it that did that for you? Um, for me, it was just mainly. I mean, I just sat down and I just like thought like, what's going to be the best place for me to be and Oregon I mean it's it's Oregon like it's flashy everything like that but just it's super far um Indiana it was it was probably coming down to Indiana Ohio State Penn State was really far too but what really turned me on to Ohio State was their offensive line I didn't realize how many um players and former players they had in the NFL and I didn't realize um that coach stud coach back-to-back Remington Trophy winners. I mean, that just says it all for you. And I was, um, like, supposedly named as a center when I was a being recruited. But uh, I just feel like Coach Studd, he's going to lead me to success. He's going to be my second father, if you call it that. Right. Because he's going to love you one minute, and the next minute he's going to scream and, scream and yell. But, and he's going to uh, do that. Yeah, but, I mean – it's good for me because I feel like I could stay on track and I could stay focused with that. One of the reasons that you are so high on the Ohio State recruiting board, despite being only ranked as the 23rd best guard in the country or yeah. something like that. I is, mean, that's, but, yeah, that's the rankings. I feel like uh, once I've saw it on a different side, once I commit, it's like, who cares now? Right. I mean, if you were playing at the IMG Academy, you're probably not ranked as the 23rd yeah. best guard oh, in the country. God, yeah. But one of the reasons Ohio State liked you and, and has recruited you as long as they have is because you're almost six foot six. You're three hundred pounds. You're a guy that plays guard. You've been, a, a, you know, respected as a center prospect. You play tackle. Is that something that when this whole process really started to unfold, was was that one of their messages? Like, hey, you're a guy that can play all five spots on this line, and that's why we think you're a must-have for us. Yeah, I think so. Um... But I also just think, like, I ask, like, I always ask the offensive line coaches that came in my school that uh, I visited with, hey, where do you really, like, see me playing? And some had, like, a set spot, like, tackle, center, guard. But Ohio State was really, like, I just want you to come in and compete. I don't, I don't want you to have a set position. I just want you to come in and compete. And we'll place you where you're going to feel like, uh, you're gonna be your best at, and I was, I was really in awe about that because usually some colleges are like, "Hey, we're gonna play you here," but Coach Stud really just was like, "Just be patient, and you'll get your time to play, but also you'll just have a mindset about all five positions, all and up down the offensive line." And I really thought that was a an intriguing answer. So, I mean, if you think about it, Pat Elfline, who was the first of those Remington Award winners, came in as a, as a guard before he moved over to center. Billy Price came in as a defensive tackle who moved to offensive guard and then to center. So, 
clearly they have uh, shown a, a willingness to move guys around to, to what fits the, the line. So for you, now that the recruiting is pretty much over, okay, so I'm sure I'm sure some schools are still in contact with you, but I, I would bet it's shriveled down to a pretty manageable list. You've been at Ohio State three times already this season, as I said, all three home games. What is happening with you and Paris Johnson and and, uh, and Grant Tutant and, and Luke Whipler and, and Trey LaRue and Jacob James? Like you guys are building something, I think, really interesting. Is that part of the plan, or is that just kind of happening on accident? Like, are you guys forcing that to to be the case? To be honest, I really didn't know um, all of them except when I committed. Uh, Grant, I knew. Um, you guys had visited Penn State together, right? Yeah. But for me, all the other people, I didn't know. And I think it's really, I think it could be a special bond if uh, we just come in and respect each other's games, but also compete our butts off. And uh, I think it's going to be special when me, Luke, and uh, Paris play. I'm hoping it's, I mean, me or Luke at center. Me and Luke at guard, and then Paris at tackle. That's um, that'd be to get a picture like that. I would be coach that. I would send it to coach that, and coach that would be like, "Damn, that's a good looking line." And uh, but I mean, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but coach, sure. I mean, Coach Stud really, he really put it together. What I mean for us, our chemistry. I think he knew what type of um, what type of guys he was getting, and I think the chemistry just meshes well. Have you noticed that about those other guys, especially? I mean, Jacob and Luke and Paris and and and, and Grant, um, Trey Larue. I think you just probably met last weekend for the first time uh, when Ohio State played hosted Miami. But you guys are all kind of similar in the way that you approach school and the game and um, your social lives, right? I mean, there's a lot of things that are meshing. Yeah, I think uh, I think you're spot on about that. But for me, it's like. When me, Jacob, Trey, um, and uh, Luke walk around, we're like, "God, Paris knows everybody." He's the and mayor. I'm he's like, he's the mayor of Columbus. And I'm like, "Jeez!" I'm like, I asked Paris. I'm like, "Dude, how do you know everybody?" He's like, "It's just I recruiting started early for me, and I got connections." And I was like, "You're you're pretty right." I mean, he like he walked by someone. Paris, can I get a picture? Paris, can I get an autograph? But um, yeah, this is a really good guy. Uh, every everybody on the offense line in my class is a really good dude, um, and they just want to come in and work. Yeah, Paris is a little different in the fact that like he knows the ushers at Ohio Stadium at this point. Yes. So uh, yes. he's he's pretty unique. Speaking of unique, Josh, I just got to ask the mustache. Where did this come from? <laughs> what what yeah. was the decision? I mean, I again, I've seen you at Ohio State three times in the last month, and you walk down that tunnel against Miami of Ohio, and there's that that beautiful mustache just staring. Yeah. Like, what was the what was the impetus behind that decision? I think I, I was just like, I'm gonna just try something new, and I just shaved my beard and uh, just kept the mustache. So I was like, if I mean, if we win Friday, I mean, I might keep it, and I we keep winning, so I, I might keep it. But uh, yeah, I had a buddy at school that always. Um, just keeps his mustache and shaves his beard and it's super funny i was like why don't i just try it and uh now you gotta grow yeah. a mullet you gotta get a mullet you gotta get a leather jacket <laughs> that's i mean that's what my butt exactly uh 
my buddy named Max Comodo, he's a offensive guard and he just embraces offensive line like none other. He's got a mullet, he's got a mustache, he shaves right here, he's got a leather he's got a leather jacket, he's got cowboy boots. He's, he's the funniest uh, out of all of us. Listen, uh, Beach Grove. Ohio State's all about branding yourself, right? I mean, maybe, yeah, maybe you're that the Marlboro man type of offensive lineman. I mean, it's been a while. If you go back a few years to the years of Andrew Norwell and those guys like Taylor Decker, they all had the long hair hanging out, and now Taylor's you know in the NFL and all um, you know clean shaven and, and and all that. But back in those days, the the wild man look was sort of uh, sort of the way to go. My favorite guy, uh, like you talk about the wild man, was uh, Nick Mangold. Yeah. He, uh, I mean, he. It's it, it's been a long time since he played at Ohio State, but he's just like he just let it go. And the what fascinates me about it is he doesn't wear any gloves. I, I mean, as a center, that's rare. I I could not. I couldn't understand the extreme pain for the, from the NFL to the I mean college from the NFL. I couldn't understand how he couldn't play with uh, gloves on i'm curious as, as a as a guy growing up outside of indianapolis why do you know about nick mangold at his for in his time at ohio state is there is there a family ties to ohio state or the people in your family that that grew up watching the buckeyes i mean what sort of prompted that uh, it, it just seems like you have an affinity for for the buckeyes as a as a football team <laughs> yeah so uh um actually my whole family uh Except my mom and my dad, but my whole whole family around that is Notre Dame fans. Okay. Just Irish fans through and through. But um, I just really Ohio. So what drew me to Ohio State was uh, their 2014 national championship run when they were doubted. They were the fourth team ranked. They beat number one team Alabama. They beat number one number two team Oregon. And it was just like, wow, this is a hard nosed team and. What really fascinates me is I like to search up offensive linemen. Sure. And I like to search up what, um, why do they wear elbow pads? Why do they tape their fingers up uh, and uh, everything like that? But it's like, it's crazy because just you see Pat Elfline at a spring practice at Ohio State. You're like, dude, that's Pat Elfline. Or like Billy Price. You're like, or Michael Jordan, even right. like, dude, I just I just met Michael Jordan, the guy who started as a true freshman at Ohio State, and I was like, I think that just really drawn me towards it because they they have so many active offensive linemen in the NFL. It's I think it's crazy. What do you do from here now that you know? Obviously, you're in the middle of your senior season at Beach Grove. You're you're trying to to make the playoffs and, and trying to put together a memorable final year. But what happens when this season is over? How do you prepare for Ohio State? Do you intend to try to enroll early? What What is your goal for the next few months? Uh, we we thought about um, enrolling early, but um, I would have had a took like I don't I don't know how many summer classes, but uh, it's because I went to a Catholic school, um, started my uh, freshman year, mm-hmm. and then sophomore year I went to Beach Grove, but. Uh, yeah, I plan to go in the summertime, and uh, I think I really, who really convinced me was my mom and dad, but um, Harry Miller, mm-hmm. uh, the center for Ohio State, because he, um, he didn't enroll early, and he could have, uh, valedictorian of his class, which just blows me away, but 
he told me he was enjoy your high school career you're never gonna get one back and i was like it's pretty true because i play basketball and i throw shot and disc and uh we have a pretty good chance of um winning state for basketball and uh I have a pretty good chance going to state for a shot and disc. Our basketball lineup is absurd. And Harry's a guy that obviously made that decision, but yet is still in the two deep as a freshman and is showing yeah. that is showing that while that early enrollment can certainly help you develop, it's it's not the be all end all when it comes to playing as a freshman. So yeah. Josh, look, man, I really do appreciate all your time, and uh, it's been a pleasure talking to you tonight, and and we're looking forward to following you more uh, at Letterman Row. And um, if there's ever anything that you need from the Letterman Row community, please reach out. And, uh, again, thanks for being here. I'm Jeremy Birmingham. That is Josh Fryer. Thank you for watching this episode of Bermanology on Letterman Row. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply